0: What is up, Woke Wasted fam? Welcome to the very first episode of Woke Wasted. I am Neil, one of your co-hosts, and we have my brother man here, Zach. What's going
1: Hi. on, bro? What's up, bro? Your sleepiness is heavy wearing <laughs> off on me right now. We had some real different mornings. <laughs> what was your morning? <laughs> my, morning was, the my morning was up at the butt-ass crack of dawn for med school. So I could get on the mic and start arguing with my classmates about putting a patient on dialysis. Your morning was just
0: so chill and so nice. Chill and nice due to (laughs) other circumstances. I was, I mean, it was slow and nice. That's my favorite sort of morning, but very raw and vulnerable and emotional and (laughs) had a nice little bath with some chocolate totally in the fucking feminine mood.
1: <laughs> That's right. I was texting you about when we we're gonna hop onto this, and you were like, "Well, I'm in the bathtub right now, I'm eating chocolate." The light just timed out. It's a whole vibe in here.
0: <laughs> yeah, those are exactly the words too. Like, it's a whole vibe in here. And I, you guys don't know. you actually, pro- a lot of you probably do. Is I live in the bathtub. I take a bath every day, and I've probably taken two every day for the past couple of days. So it is. A thing.
1: Let's just let's just go on the record and say that mermen exist. And Neil is the world's first known merman. Except maybe Zoolander. Derek Zoolander was probably the first known merman. But you are a close second, my friend.
0: I'll I'll take being like DC Aquaman. In fact, it's anything close to it. But that's exactly not the mood of what this is. <laughs> it's time for you to nut up and get some tattoos if you think you're DC Aquaman. Hey, I will do that. <laughs> I will definitely do it. Hey, I'll definitely do that. Hey, I'm starting a fund. If anyone wants to pay for my tattoos, I will get a whole fucking thing. So that's happening thanks guys love you yeah but the
1: other part of that gofundme is that i get to choose your tram stamp (laughs) and it is actually a tramp stamp (laughs) lower back running down to my glutes (laughs) so that so that when next time you wear your denim daisy dukes and a little short white t-shirt you're like reaching for a cereal bowl
0: (laughs) yeah and that's the other thing you guys know i actually love wearing denim jorts that's my thing zach knows it too (laughs) denim jorts sandals his beads my dog says the same thing.
1: So (laughs) that's right. Yo, yo, yo. All right. Denim dizzy. Let's get this on track for our, (laughs) for our fans out here for our people. I am taking that name. I like denim, denim dizzy a month. Let's do it. Denim dizzy. It's legit. I'm, I'm really, I'm really satisfied with that. So let's open up our first episode of woke wasted and just talk about what we mean when we say woke wasted. Like, what does that
0: mean to you? Why did we start this podcast? Yeah. Woke Wasted came up. (laughs) It was actually a term on uh, one of my mastermind calls with the boys. And um, they were talking about my Zoom picture. And um, it's a picture of me at a bar. You can't tell because it's outside and it's outdoors. And it has this like, it just does not look like that at all. But we were just talking about woke things. They're like, oh, yeah, you're like, you're woke wasted. I was like, oh, that's a really good phrase. I really freaking like that. And I told Zach, and he was all about it, and it was the perfect name for this pod. And That's so, right. Yeah, bro. Um, so for me, when I think about Woke Wasted, uh, there's so many layers to it. But it's... When we talked about this, it was the dichotomy of like really going into the woke side of things and going deep into that. And then just the energy of you and I of the wasted bro sort of feel. And it's taking everything kind of back down to earth and normal and fun because being super, super spiritual has its own has its own connotations has its own energy in the world. And we are very different from that. And that's what I want to bring out.
1: Absolutely. And I think that, that we don't, you and I don't fit the mold in any of those worlds, right? Like we fit in, in both of them, but the mold is limited and uncomfortable for both of us in both of those worlds like we go out into the normal world and you know we have you know we have our bros we go out we go to bars we drink we go to the lake we hang out whatever we're doing right i'm in medical school you were a therapist uh but we we also go into this really hyper spiritual world and we do you know we work professionally by reading people's akashic records doing healings on people all this kind of stuff and so the the mold that's been cast for both of these worlds is limiting for the totality of who we are as people and so we were like all right well this whole the whole point of spirituality is about being expansive and being your truest self being in your soul being in your heart so let's create a space for all the people like us who just happen to be going about living their normal last lives and then like all of a sudden they wake up and get on the head by spirit they get on, they get on the head by spirit um, Morpheus Locked shows up for and about a year. Gives them the pill. Yeah, exactly. Your whole life gets turned upside down. All your lunch money gets shaken out of your pockets. Uh, where do you find yourself now, right? And so we wanted to start that. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about <laughs> is that we never we never clarified was when we talk about woke, we're not talking about like Instagram woke virtue signaling, like no. No. Uh, like social cultural quote unquote wokeness. We're talking about like very like hyper what you would consider like hyper spiritual
0: woo-woo tang type of stuff yeah and it's so hyper spiritual like you go deep spiritual where it's almost you go into the realm where it's no longer spiritual it's just about you and then at the same time it's completely not at all all right yeah yeah the way i see it in my mind when you talk
1: about this is like I see like a diamond, right? And at the very base of the diamond, the very point at the bottom is like the life that you're living, walking around in the normal world. And then as you start to go through your awakening, you start to, your mind becomes ravenous and it wants to know all these different things about spirit. It wants to segregate different aspects of it. These are angels. These are guides. These are, you know, this is the Akashic records and all this stuff. And as you move up, like it starts to spread out and there just becomes a lot of information and there's more and more and more. And we go straight through that into the deepest truth of it, which is your soul, your heart, your truth, and who we are, right? And it goes all the way back down to
0: another point at the top. Yeah, that was exactly perfect. That was exactly perfect. I got no bombs to go on top of that. (laughs) You'll blow me up later. Don't worry about it. It'll come (laughs) when I'm out of bath mode. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. I mean, I think one thing you said that I really want to, just focus and emphasize is that we don't you and i don't fit into molds and if we Danger. try to right if you in med school mold that'll be super constricting you don't fit in that me and oh my like they i don't fit in that right yeah it makes us miserable but they are parts of us but there's so much more Yeah, I mean, we don't even fit
1: into the spiritual mold either, right? Hell no. We're on, we're on, you know, the Facebook groups, and we're you know talking to people, and we spend a lot of time in the records and reading for people and doing healings for people, and you know, helping people through their awakenings. Yeah, (laughs) meditating every day, leading people through meditations, like we, you know, we do the full thing, and that's great, and it's very enriching at the soul level and in the heart. But like, at a certain point, it neglects the reality that we're walking around in, and so even that becomes. Limiting yeah and I think you and I are both in some ways, in this process of figuring out how to have both feet in each world at the time that we're in them, right, so me being in school, both feet in, you know i'm a medical student i'm doing this i'm learning how, I'm learning medicine so that I can help people pull out, okay, now I have both feet into spirituality, I'm reading the records for somebody right now, and you have your own process
0: mm-hmm. right it's being all the way in and completely present with what you are where you are mm. perfect now there we go there's there's we, we're like all that and then bomb. there's a meal bomb yeah yeah there a meal it bomb. is <laughs> but um and i would just i want you guys to know right like as much as we are sharing our truth in that and trying to create the space Honestly, more like for us, right? It's, it's for you and I to share who we are and what we are and claim that. But we want to do that for you, for anyone that's listening to know that you mm-hmm. don't need to fit in into any norm. You fit into the norm that you are, that you hold within. So you can then be your freaking self and be the very best version of that. And that's the truest, truest lesson in spirituality. It's, it's you, connection to self, right. and then to source through that. My brain is
1: going off and I'm seeing like, I'm seeing this blend between the divine masculine and feminine, where it's like the creation of this container of this podcast. But the whole point of this container is that it's not supposed to contain you whatsoever. It's not supposed to put you into a mold. It's supposed to allow you to be in your truest expression as whatever the fuck you are, right? The parts of yourself that you love, that you're proud of, that you show off and the parts of yourself that even you don't want to look at. And all
0: of that has space here. It's, it's a space for you to break open out of any sort of space, cage, chain, whatever, to be truly you. And I hope that Zach and I can model that for you because that's what we are truly trying to live. And I think that's, you know, why you and I are here is act like that's our greatest medicine in the world. And that's what we can give. And it's going to come through a bunch of fucks and dick jokes and whatever the fuck we're going to talk about because it's all authentic and it's still all out of love. That's right. You're going to heal
1: here. near you're, you're, you're oh man, your, your <laughs> name is messing me up, bro. You to hear Neil, Neil and I talking
0: shit to each other a lot, but it's yeah. always in love. Right. So speaking of my (laughs) name fucking you up, I'm going to share a quick story. I went to go visit Zach in Sacramento a few weeks ago. And he, his brain, or actually no, 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 before that, was that that one? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time. His brain was just shut down. He had a rough night and, um, you know, we are very empathic. So I pick up on his stuff. He picks up on my stuff and I'm, he's out there waiting for me. I'm parking my car and in his brain deadness, I pick up my, his brain deadness and I basically can't figure out how to turn off my car. And I don't put it into park as I'm trying to fucking <laughs> just switch my igniter and switch my key and turn off the car. And it's just rolling. I'm like, Oh, oh shit. Fucking bastard. The part is he didn't
1: notice that his car was rolling. So we're sitting in the car and he's like looking at his phone or he's like fiddling with a face mask. Cause we're recording this during COVID. Right. So he's fiddling with something and we're just rolling back. And I'm just like sitting in the car, just like, you know, I give it. I give it that three or four seconds of like, is this dude going to notice that the car is mobile? <laughs> so I give him a few seconds. I'm sitting there patiently, and then I look at him. And I'm like, <clears throat> "Hey, brother, <laughs> you, you want to throw this car in park?"
0: I don't remember it that bad, but I accept it if it was. <laughs> and then, but the worst part is when I realized that I was like, "Oh crap! Okay, I got to fix this and start the car." And then I'm turning it off, and catch myself about to do the same exact thing uh, a (laughs) freaking (laughs) gun so yeah so that was fun
1: classic so so we've talked about what our podcast is we've we've really highlighted just how how qualified and yet underqualified we are to be doing this (laughs) (laughs) that's the goal you guys don't need to be qualified to do shit just do it it's fun (laughs) just take just take the plunge just take that next step that's right in front of you yeah and I think it's time that we tell people the story of how we met our meet cute. Our beautiful romance novel. our Yeah. The, the beginning of our bromance. I'll never I don't even know it's a bromance. There. I think it's a pure romance. I think it's a pure. Yeah. We were told in the records that we're soulmates, baby. So, you know, God damn it. you can't undo that. <laughs> it's not upsetting. Uh, As we're
0: sitting tough, there man. channeling at my kitchen table,
1: both in our underwear.
0: Yeah. Or the dream where you, or not the dream, but the vision you have of me and my future where like my life's all perfect. I finally made it. And I'm with my wife and I'm looking out and seeing my kids jump around. And then you're sitting at my kitchen table in my boxers, drinking my coffee in this magical moment. <laughs> you're just trying to sit
1: there with your wife, like looking out the window at, at your kids bouncing on the trampoline. You just hear, and you just look over and I'm just in your slippers, in your underwear, in your bathroom, drinking your coffee in your kitchen. And that's just oh, really man. it.
0: It's all love, whether we like it or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we all happen right, to meet ahead, in no. a
0: real a
1: real happenstance kind of way. So for those of you out there uh, who are listening to this podcast, you're probably uh, <laughs> a more than one toe into the spiritual world. So you might know who <laughs> Paul Selig is, and he's a very prolific channel. He's channeled, I think, as of this week, eight books that are now... Uh. In circulation by uh, by his guides and the the teachings are just so pure they're so in truth they're so impeccable and it really i think well it drew me in for sure and i think in many ways it drew neil in so uh so to just kind of back it up we were you know we didn't know each other whatsoever and I kind of decided independently with a girl that I was seeing at the time to go see Paul Selig channel, to go to one of his his daily seminars where he goes and he channels a lesson and he does energy work. And I had read probably five or six of his books at the time, and I was incredibly excited to go see him. So we show up that day, you know, Paul, Paul before he gets started channeling, he's like, I'm very noise sensitive. So like, there's no bathroom breaks during my channeling. Does anybody need to go to the bathroom? Nobody raises their hand, but it's like classic, like a room full of third graders type of, type of vibe. He's like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm just going to call a five minute bathroom break. If you guys need to go, go. And fucking everybody in the room stands up and we all go to the bathroom. And it was probably the first time in my life that I've stood in a line for a men's restroom. And the next thing I know, I'm standing in line for the men's restroom. (laughs) We're all kind of like joking about it. And the next thing I know, I just hear this smooth jazz voice coming up from behind me. This sultry, sexy voice. And I just see nothing but denim
0: jorts and a tight white t-shirt. And that's where you come in. And that was the magic sauce. I don't remember what happened. I think we just talked and BSed over there being a men's line because that never happened. And all the women were going in and out of the other bathroom. Um, and I'm pretty sure there was a joke about us going to the bathroom together too before we even you know, became bros. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was dropped. That's how I knew. <laughs> yeah. And that's but how I knew one of the great things about that is like you, you barely really knew
1: who Paul Selig was. You hadn't read any of his books. Like you listened to the Aubrey Marcus podcast, which is a great podcast, but uh, you had not really, as far as you had told me, not really had your feet into spirituality that much. And you were kind of just here out of curiosity. So I'm thinking, okay, this guy's, this guy's in way over his head. If he's never even (laughs) like read a channel book and he's about to have like several hours worth of channeling. Um, And I'll let you, I can let you pick up this, uh, this line of questioning that comes later on in the day that completely shattered my conception of you.
0: All right. We'll dig into this right now. Okay. So I'm over here with Zach thinking I'm an obby bro already judging me thinking he's super, super woke. And here on the back of my head, probably being like, yo, I'm super, super woke. Chill out, bro. (laughs) 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 But I wasn't yet then. Um, So at that point, you know, I'd been doing energy work for maybe half a year or something like that. Um, I was getting into my my work as a life coach and I was starting to channel on my own. I knew I was clear sentient and things were opening for me, but they hadn't opened as massively as they were going to after this (laughs) magical day. (laughs) And... So Paul goes through his thing. He starts channeling the guides. They speak through him. And then he opens up to question and answer. And I start to have this energy build up in my body. I'm like, ooh, there's, this, there's like this energy in my solar plexus. Um, and every time he would call on someone and they would ask a question, the energy would grow. And I'm like, ah, like, I wonder what this is. I don't know. I try to feel into it. I'm like, ah, like, it's this, it's just energy. Like, all right, cool. And he makes it through his first session of Q and A. And I feel like I'm going to explode because this energy <laughs> keeps growing and growing and growing. And so we go out to lunch, do our thing, come back. We go to the next session. Paul goes to the guides and we do the same process. And I'm just like, okay, I like, I am going to fucking explode. Like, this is insane. I've never felt anything like this. And I keep, I start to raise my hand like, fuck it. All right. There's a question. There's like a message for me. I have to ask a question. I don't know what in the world it is, but I need to ask a question. So my hand goes up and Paul calls on everyone except for me (laughs) over and over and over. And he looks like right at me and right through me and will call on the guy like right behind me. And every time he does, I'm just going to explode more and more and more. And it gets like more energetic and more powerful. And I'm just, dying as your homie i take great pleasure in your discomfort (laughs) oh it was miserable and now i understand why by the way because we both know my solar plexus is nuts yeah (laughs) so it's just a cue of what was to come um and so we go inside i think maybe the next q a eventually um and I finally get my hand up and I'm going and he's calling on like these three girls in front of me and my hands up first time, my hands up, like before he's even asking for the next person, it's up, it's shooting up. And eventually he gets to me. I'm like, okay, Paul, I've been trying to get to this whole time. Like I have all this energy in my solar plexus. I don't know what it is. I'm clairsentient. It's a thing. I need to raise my hand and ask a question. I don't know why. He's like, okay, like, we'll just tap into the guides for you. <laughs> okay, Let's God. take a breath, homie. <laughs> thank God. Cause I'm going to die. <laughs> and he goes in and he's like oh my god like he acknowledges it too and he feels it he's like oh he's like yeah your solar plexus is insane Get why didn't you so raise much you, earlier? <laughs> <laughs> you fuck i did raise my hand <laughs> uh, um but basically all in all there wasn't much there he's like oh like i can see this it's like you, this that's going on for you he's like oh yeah you can do this too and I'm so relieved that I can that like there's someone else who can do this. Yeah, well, that was the thing that shook me, right? Because I I had this whole conception of you as like this Aubrey
1: bro, just like dude who was like, okay, I'm gonna kind of like, dip my foot in spirituality, and like meanwhile, I'm like sitting in one corner, I'm I'm like trying to get my question answered about just like just like emotional wounding that I deep that want to get like, some deep deep deep, yeah. deep emotional wounding that I really want to get a question answered about, and. You know, I see the, I see the Aubrey bro raise his hand with his, you know, his puka beads on and his fucking little denim jorts. And I'm like, all right, I had not have
0: puka beads. I had some tiger's eye (laughs) hanging on my necklace. They were anal beads first and foremost. (laughs) So that was a separate secret thing that we were not going to talk about. (laughs) Well, we were standing in one of the men's restroom. (laughs) I could smell them. That's all I'm saying. So it smelled like rose oil. So, you know what? Sandalwood. I don't do rose oil. I like sandalwood. <laughs> right. You know me better than this. Okay.
1: So you raise your hand and I'm like, okay, Aubrey Bro going getting get his question answered. Like, let's see what he's got, right? Uh, super ego, obviously. And you, you know, you raise your hand. You're like, I, I I don't have a question, which I thought was hilarious. I was laughing in the corner about that. I don't know if I ever told you.
0: And I he's think like, You did well, not
1: tell me that. <laughs> and yeah, I was laughing. I was like, that's hilarious. So it's a classic Neil. Here's a prompt. I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> 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 and he's like, well, you know, you can actually do what I can do. And I was like, well, come again, <laughs> what, what that dude, <laughs> that that guy. Cause I had been for like a year, just like, you know, trying to channel, trying to do energy work, really just kind of coming up against a wall, getting stuck in a lot of places. And it's all for a reason, right? If I had gotten the gifts at that, at that point in my growth, I probably would have stopped trying to grow, you know, is, you know, it was the carrot at the end of the stick. And so, so I'm sitting there and my mind is blown. I'm like, this guy can fucking channel. Like that this big dude,
0: Islander looking dude. This dude's Paul the fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the mic gets circulated around to me. Some other girl trying to raise her hand. Who's next to me that I had talked to. And, uh, and I figured there'd be time for two more questions. And I had already had a question answered that day. And <laughs> Paul knows me through Instagram. So he like saw me and like, you know, gave me the mic. And I felt bad that I stole this question from this chick. And you know, I get the mic and I'm just like, uh, Paul, i am struggling with these issues of abandonment. <laughs> Can you help me?
0: <laughs> and I was super keyed into watching that. I was like, oh, he has a question. Let's hear what he has to say. <laughs> nah. but, and it was life-changing from then on. Yeah, man, I found you. He posted a little,
1: uh, he reposted your story on Instagram. And I was like, oh, this is the dude, this is Aubrey, bro. So. I started falling, or like I, I hit you up via DMs. I slid into your DMs, you know, real, real frat bro style, and then we started talking like every single
0: day from that point forward. Yeah, and it just grew romantically, over and over and over, day by day, day by day, day by day. I just so our souls realize love with
1: you every day, Neil.
0: Yo, but actually that was <laughs> <laughs> baby? It's that smooth but jazz baby. voice. <laughs> Yeah. So that's our love story. And then eventually, you know, what happened for me after the Paul thing is all of a sudden my channeling blew up. I was getting like a word, a couple of sentences, made like just a little bit here and there. And I tried to channel that night after we went through the attunements with Paul and the guides and it just dumped out <laughs> of me. And then eventually, later in the year, found my way into the Akashic Records, and it just dumped out of me. And then I gave, and I told Zach, and he did it, and it just dumped out of him, and just everything blew up well, there from were there. Some, there were some steps in between it dumping out of. it uh, we're, we're we're going away from that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Hollywood version of our story.
1: <laughs> we're this going the, from we novel were, to we're cinema. On a tight
0: budget. <laughs> Let's <laughs> fast forward this. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of shit behind it. But all the fun stuff we want to talk about now is like what happened after the records because then life just got insane.
1: Yeah. So when when life really picked up, I think, you know, you were you were in the swing of reading the records for people probably since like December. And then, you know, I was, my, my gifts were developing. My visions were developing. I was starting to get a little bit more clued in intuitively. And then March rolls around. And I think it's about March 7th or March 8th. It's, it's the day that San Francisco, California went on quarantine for a COVID. And I was, um, I had a friend over, it was the same girl that I had, uh, gone to Paul Selig with and she was over at my house and she had to go back to San Francisco that night. But before she left, I was like, let's give each other a Kashuk records readings. So I had been practicing. I had never done it successfully to that point. Um, she was very, very intuitively tapped in. She gives me a reading Um, and then I sit down and I go to give her a reading and it's the first time I've ever really Tangent I had ever really tangibly made contact in that way And it was a mess. It wasn't like a good (laughs) it wasn't a good reading. I got like A couple of a couple of words a ton of energy. My body was rocking uh, A handful of visions that I couldn't really make sense of and i'm like, okay This is going to be a work in process. This is gonna this is gonna take some time and then over the course of shelter in place, things really blew up for both of us in a really significant way. (laughs) So for me personally, I went from obviously not being able to read the records at all. And then you time mark shelter in place as time point zero. And within I think four or five weeks, I was reading for people professionally. I was getting paid to do readings. Like my gifts from day to day, week to week were blowing up. And it was like starting to destabilize my reality as a melodramatic way of putting it. But really <laughs> like, it was really fra- it was really fracturing my attention between school and holy shit, I'm a wizard, right? <laughs> Mind blown emoji basically is what we're talking about here. Yeah, there's a bunch you of You just those. lived it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So on my end, that's kind of what was happening. By the end of about six weeks... Uh, my my entire life was completely different, and you were kind of going through your own version of that.
0: I can't even like just hear those words, and like the, everything that happened cannot be put into words. It was like every—I swear—I just went through lifetimes and lifetimes of work in months. I mean, that's really what it felt like. It was like yeah, this, dude. this
1: hyperbolic <laughs> time chamber of basically old wounds and old traumas coming up to be released and cleared like several record readings with each other back and forth every week doing readings for other people and helping them clear their trauma having people just like meet you on zoom for the first time and then just openly weep about you know some of the The deepest deepest things that you could imagine happening to people um you know doing healings on people and seeing seeing transformations that don't make logical sense and all the while like it, and then all the while you're trying to live in this normal world but normal reality is getting completely Gone. torn asunder by by covid by the george floyd murder and brianna taylor and all these the, the fucking trump administration and just everything you could imagine hitting the fan hit the fan over the course of those three months yeah and Shit, in the midst of all of that. of that
0: california yeah, burning that. right now i'm breathing yeah, in smoke 367 all day 167 fires or something yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy
1: and, and it's in the like, midst of all of that in the midst of like a burning field you and i are holding hands
0: spinning around in circles <laughs> tr- tr- trying not to get our denim jorts lit on fire skipping trying to figure out which way is up <laughs> and laughing and crying at the same time and like fiercely empowered and bumping our chest and just like crying our little child's face off. <laughs> it was all of it, right? All of it at once for
1: months and months. Seeing like feeling in your body and your heart, like the the deepest, the deepest knowing of what it means to be a man and to be in your masculine. And then like in the other moments, like the deepest understanding of what it means to be completely in your wounded inner child and just like crying your fucking eyes out and just
0: being there for all of it it was it was quite the transformation, quite a time yeah i've <laughs> I have never swung through so many emotional states of being and so much pure bliss, empowerment, and freedom, and just torn down to my knees in pain and just the depths of experience. And it was the most liberating thing I could ever imagine. And I think that's what all of it was, right? If you can just zoom out from it, it was to take us through all of this, to feel all of this, be all of this, and take us to just full experience of living through body and soul and to take us through our freedom through that, right? To come out the other side and truly just be able to be in a true place of being from heart, from soul, from love. But we had to go through the shit stick to get there. absolutely
1: right it almost feels like i mean it feels like you're you're growing into your empowerment and your fucking body is getting feverishly hot with like the fire of your passion and your truth and the shackles start to heat up and become like molting metal and that fucking burns your wrists as you burn through into liberation and we just ripped our way fucking shackles through tears through sweat through lonely nights through empowered days and through helping people heal and taking them through that like it was just it was like living a lifetime in three months yeah. and it was beautiful and it was ugly and it was bloody and it was fucking everything that i would want it to be
0: and i wouldn't change it for a thing i always remember the one night you and i had where, like guys i was so tired so so, so i've never been so tired i feel like i had 50 million times adrenal fatigue oh my god i incredible. couldn't do anything and <laughs> we we were both broken down this was the last moment of it. and i think it was right when we were just tipping over to the other side and i, I just told zach I, was like, I can't do this anymore like i i i want give me two three days give me a week where i can just be normal and just have energy and feel okay i'm like i can't like i'm done. <laughs> And my inner child, my man, my feminine was all just beat and crying. And I, I was like, I, c- I can't, dude. Like, I'm done. We were on the <laughs> phone and you just went,
1: I, I, we said something about things moving forward. And you just went, no. Like, yeah, like, no. Like I,
0: I, <laughs> I don't want to.
1: Because uh, I'm so used to, I was so used to hearing Neil, like, completely calm and composed and, like, in his power. And he's like, we're going to get you into your your. What I need, I need thirteen different adjectives. You're supple, <laughs> grounded, gnarly, rooted, soul truth, neo wokeness, and then I, I hear all that, and then just from no. that to no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've hit a we've hit a new territory.
0: You're like, okay, uh-huh. we we really got to pay attention here because, like this this is not good. <laughs> yeah, this is, okay, we've we've hit a breaking point.
1: And there were a couple times like that too, where you would be channeling for me, and they're like, "Things are about to get darker for you." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no,
0: no!" <laughs> you, you had it too. <laughs> uh, Should get kicked my ass, man. It's still um, kicking my ass, man. That's how I was in the bath. It's still kicking my ass. Honestly. Fucking <laughs> eating chocolate in the bathtub at eleven o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's That picture itself just paints paints a thousand words. Oh. So in the midst of all of that, in the midst of having our asses completely kicked and just being like brothers in arms, and we, we decided, gooch. like, being, being goose-gooch, being, <laughs> being the denim dizzy and whatever the hell I am, <laughs> we decided, like, it would be a great idea if we started a podcast, the complete shit shows that we are right now, So, so we did, we started the woke wasted podcast. And in fact, we recorded eight whole episodes Mm -hmm. prior to this
0: and each and every episode kicked our asses and literally left us feeling woke wasted afterwards for like a good, like, I remember we had these conversations like, dude, I can't do these back to back. Like, I am dead for three days. The amount of energy, like moving through them, like there was this whole lesson that came out of all these things we had to figure out and sort out. I was like, dude, like I, I can't, like so, so tired. Everyone after everyone we
1: do, and we put our hearts out there. We would go into the records and we would channel, and like by the end of it, like you would just walk away and you would just hear like in your ears, and like yeah. I would be hot, like I feel like I have like what I call attunement fever. And it, we would just be like laying on the couch, AC on 73 degrees in the apartment. And it's just like, I feel like it's a hundred degrees and my mm-hmm. joints hurt and just feeling beat up by these podcasts. And uh, <laughs> and then we got the drop yesterday.
0: Oh God. Yeah, I guess I got the drop and I told you and you got angry. <laughs> of course, of course I did. I was- <laughs> I was like, dude, like we were talking about recording the next episode. Finally, you know, it's, we, it's been a whole summer and we thought we were going to pump out tons of episodes and we just didn't, we weren't supposed to. And we finally are going in the flow of like, okay, it's, it's time to do the next episode. Cool. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then I get this drop of like, we're not supposed to release any of the old episodes. I tell Zach and he's like, ah, uh. <laughs> we both kind of have this resistance to it, but also like kind of feel into the truth of it. Um, and we went in the records and we talked about it. They spoke through us and shared all this stuff. And it was just like, yeah, we're, we're not. <laughs> that whole experience was just for you. And like, yeah, you know, the world is impacted through it too. And the energy that came through was really helpful for everyone. But like, it was just for you guys to go through all that. Like, ah, God. <laughs> damn it if this like, isn't a repeat of all of
1: 2020 <laughs> yeah for real it's like you know why did we why did we go into the records like why did we channel for people if they're never gonna hear it and they're like you know that you know they still got the energy of it they didn't have to hear it blah 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 like this was for you and like on the one hand it's kind of like okay you know we were pretty we were pretty fucked up at the time so i'm okay with not dropping those episodes even though i'd like to but at the same time i'm like damn man that's like you know eight hours worth of recordings plus all the time that we spent editing the episodes (laughs) So
0: own just time and energy and effort and like everything through that but here we are so fresh start you guys get a more experienced whole version of us version of neil that still is in the bath all day but still (laughs) we are here with a little bit more experience in our belt to give you guys some love a slightly less tattered, slightly less ass beat version
1: of us showing up for you guys. Um, and at this point, man, I feel like it's time to show them what we're all about and, uh, yeah, hop in. We were instructed when we got, when we got the drop to, to drop our episodes and to start from scratch. One of the things they told us was, you know, give us some time to speak during your first episode, hop into the records again and, You know, show them them what you're all about, right? So I think it's time for us to bring through some lessons from the records for you guys.
0: All right. So, Zachy boy, you're up. Let's drop some Akashic juice. All right, brother. That sounds good.
1: And so we come to you today with a message of grandeur, a message of excitement, a message that heralds in the new, new earth The new world. And when we say a new earth, yes, things will become outpictured in a different manifestation. But a new earth begins in the mind of the beholder. You may look at the situations of your life and lament where you are at. You may look at your own thoughts and observation and lament what you are thinking. You may be in loathing of the self. You may be in judgment of the self. You may be in judgment of others. But when we say that a new earth is heralded today, it begins in your heart and it begins in your mind. The way that you look at the world holds it in responsibility. The way that you look at the world holds you in accountability, in dominion over that which you perceive. And so as you go about your days and you begin to think to yourself, who am I? Who are they? They have no right to be blank. I have no right to think blank. We must remind you that all things are of source. All things are of God, even though that word makes you bristle. And we would like to remind you that you would not come to this plane. You would not take a body if you were not meant to experience emotion, if you were not meant to feel judgment, if you were not meant to have opinions that differed with those of others. And so we challenge you. We challenge you to see the God in the rainbow in as much as you see the God in the bigot, in as much as you see the God in the rapist. Yes, Zach is uncomfortable with saying this word on air. He wants it to be soft, but we say But the time for softness is over. The time for responsibility and dominion is now. So as you go about your days, recognize your judgments and see those as light. See those as God. Recognize your fellows in their truth. And in seeing their truth, you begin to unfold your own truth. And the same goes in the opposite direction. As you begin to recognize your own truth, you see the truth inherent in all beings, in all manifestation, in the world pictured in front of you. And this begins with holding all things in light, rather than holding all things in contempt. So when your judgments of self arise, you notice them, you bring them to the light. And you can claim these words if you so choose. You may claim, I am word through that which is before me. I am word through this intention. Word, I am word. And when you bring the energy of the word, which we say is the action of the creator manifested in form in its highest gift, You bring this energy to the construct through which you put your intention on and you re-articulate it in its highest way, in its highest truth. But we must say to you, this is not magic. This will not make the world what you want the world to be because your desires, your wants, your opinions of how things should be all come from the small self. They come from the personality, from the ego structure, that thinks that the man John is bad and the man Kevin is good. I only date jerks. I should date nicer men. My boss doesn't recognize my efforts. I should find a new boss. These are the thoughts of the small self when the true self sees in its highest truth that all things are a method of learning. So when you bring the power of the word to anything in your purview, anything in your dominion. You realign it to its highest truth, and that doesn't always mean that it makes it what you want it to be. This teaching can be productive. And when we say productive, we also mean that this teaching can be disruptive. It can be disruptive of the life you are living now, the life where the wool is pulled over your eyes, where the lights are turned off in the room. But we remind you that when you bring light to things, you may see more clearly for what they are. That stand that sits in your room that you believe to be a person or a ghost at night, when the lights are on, you see as a mannequin. That table or object in your room that you stub your toe on in the dark can be avoided and can be given proper respect and can be utilized in its proper method when the light is turned on. And so we say to you, it is time to bring light to all things. It is time to bring love to all things, even your anger, even your hatred, even your loathing and your self-judgments. And we would like to bring to you another attunement. You may choose to say these if you will. We cannot choose for you but we can give you gifts if you say yes. Repeat after us, if you will. I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth. I know how I serve in truth. I am free. I am free. I I am free the who that you are is your soul is your soul's truth is your higher self the what that you are is God manifested in form in reality in tangibility the how that you serve is the way that you are expressed is the way that you are being as you are aligned to your higher self it does not mean that you go out into the streets and that you cure people with your magic. It does not mean that you walk on water, that you turn water into wine. It does not mean that you turn loaves to fishes. It simply means that you and your being fundamentally changes the matter around it and lifts it to its highest octave. We give you this gift in light, in love, and in peace. Zach, that is our message for the day. Thank you. <laughs> Nothing I can really follow up on with that other than to say that for those of you who are familiar with Paul Selig that we've spelled earlier in this podcast, <laughs> um, one of the reasons I was so drawn to his work that I didn't know at the time was that <laughs> I would one day be channeling Melchizedek in some capacity and Melchizedek are the the guides or the authors of the books that come through Paul Selig. And about six or seven weeks ago, when I started a group on Facebook to kind of hold space for teachings from the records, uh, I began to realize that all the teachings that were coming through were from the same group that Paul Selig channels. So uh, I, I like to say this because I don't want people to think that I'm plagiarizing. I don't want it to be perceived as actually, I don't care how it's perceived. <laughs> there we go in truth I don't care I don't care how it's perceived. I just want you to know where your messages are coming from, and I would like to give a lot of love to Paul for bringing this energy through so that I could be exposed to it for the first time, yeah, whenever you're ready,
0: all right um. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah so much to say but i'm not gonna go there i am the opposite i don't know who the heck is gonna come through i have a few different sources i'll i work with um once every blue moon maybe a little Melchizedek, but <laughs> that is purely your gift brother um so i'm gonna tune in and we'll see what comes through Thank you for being here. We want to slow you down and ask that you breathe. Breathe deeply through your nose, all the way down to the depths of your stomach. And to feel the connection to yourself, to feel the connection to your body, to feel the connection to us, to feel the connection to your soul. Let your breath take you in. Let your breath take you to body. Let your breath take you to soul. We want you to experience yourself, your truth, your innate wisdom that you hold. This is the time for you to open, to feel, and to let go of all that does not serve you. So in this moment, as you breathe out, release, as I help you release all that you are holding as the weight slides off your shoulders. as your back lifts, as your chin rises and you feel the love that you hold within, you feel the love that you hold in your body and in your soul. And in this moment, we surround you in love. I surround you in love, in your love and the divine love. And this comes purely through you, through all that you are, through all that you have been, through all that you have experienced. You are love. You are love. You are love. And all that which you have ever craved lies in the love of your heart. All that you have ever desired lies within the love of yourself. All that you are now, all the beauty that you are now, all the truth of who you are now lies in your breath. So let your breath fill you in love as I fill you with my love. With the love of the records, the love of the divine, the love of source. Let your cup be filled. Let your waters flow. Let your mountain rise. Let yourself be filled in the divine love of each ray of sun as a droplet on your skin, a kiss on your heart, a hug of your soul. Breathe in your love and hold yourself in love. We will see you again soon. Please take this energy with you. Claim your love. Claim your heart. Claim all that which you are and all which you deserve. I ask you to speak out loud and say these three words. And we'll say them three times together. I am, here now. I am here now. I am here now.
1: I am here now.
0: I am here now. I am here now. I am here now. In this moment, You are present in your body, in yourself, in your love, in your soul, in your divine. You have no reason to worry about the past. You have no need to even bother with the future because you are full in your love, in your body, in your presence. That is all that matters, because in the present, you are divine. You are aligned. You are in soul. And your life will open in the best way possible, in ways you could have never imagined. I love you. I love you. I love you. I thank all involved in this session for the highest good and the purest love and truth records are now closed I would like to thank
1: the masters, teachers and loved ones for their love and compassion I would like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view and I would like to thank the Holy Spirit of the Light for all knowledge
0: and healing The records are now closed. Amen. Okay, brother. (laughs) That was a doozy. (laughs) Yeah, man. I don't know how we mic drop after them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my eyes are watering. (laughs) Everything happened. I don't think there is. I think that's the love we leave you with today, everybody. We are always here for you. You know where to find us. We love you guys. Hope you have a beautiful day and feel that love that you hold.